Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to Fearless Generations with Terry Singer and Kelly Fox. Hello and welcome to Fearless Generations. This is Kelly Fox and I am excited to, to have you guys back with us tonight. We are talking the 12 steps to freedom and we are wrapping up step number six, present moment. We're going to be talking about uh, stopping, avoiding, and a little bit of integration. And we are super excited to have a guest coach with us tonight that we will introduce to you in just a bit. But first, let me introduce Terry Sayer, my beautiful co-host. How are you doing, Terry? I'm doing great. Thank you. Just got back from Disneyland and excited to be on the phone. <laughs> yes, very excited to be at Disneyland. We like to work hard and play hard. We just did a three-day workshop with Rhonda Britton in L.A., and we stayed an extra day here and went to Disneyland today, too. Mm. So that was a lot of fun. We got to meet some really amazing people, and we always love supporting our uh, our fearless living uh, family. So it was a lot of fun. And tonight we have one of those fearless living families on our show. Uh, <laughs> she is also a fearless living coach. Trish March, how are you doing tonight? I'm doing great. Calling in from the East Coast. I'm a little bit tired, but I'm excited to be here with you guys. And what an amazing place to be present. We appreciate you staying up late for us. (laughs) What a a cool place to uh, to talk about present moments Um, in Disneyland, right? Being present in Disneyland. How awesome. Yeah. Are you present with a lot so of jealous. snow, or are you okay on the snow? The snow. Uh, no, no. Uh, the snow's melting for us. We we got a little. We got some last week, like nine inches, but we're we're good now. Oh, good. So, yes. Yes. Oh, just a it's little. A, been a very inches. interesting winter. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we <laughs> had some folks that some people that were in the in the course that couldn't get here because of the snow. Oh. Uh, affecting the airports. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, well, there were definitely some one of the, ups, that's for sure. One of the, mm-hmm. one of the people on the support team had to come a day late because she couldn't get out of her house to get on her flight. Like her flight left, okay, but she couldn't get the this the snow was so big she couldn't get out of her house. So mm-hmm. to get to wow. the airport, yeah, but oh, that's crazy. It was. Yeah, it was a pre- it was a really cool um really cool workshop and a lot of practice in being present um the last 4 days because at the workshop we're we're very present, we're super aware and and in the room and there for the participants and also as a support team we're there for Rhonda as the facilitator and each other, right? So we're 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 making sure that we're paying attention to everything that's going on. And then at Disneyland, it's kind of easy to stay present. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. 
because <laughs> everything's so exciting. And really mm. fun to do that. <laughs> yeah. Nice. Lots of fun. Yeah, that's, mm. that's fantastic. Yeah, I, um, I, I spent some time with my family this weekend, and we've had a lot of family issues and some health issues in my family come up over the last few months. So it's been – it was very – interesting it was a very interesting experience and it did you know cause me to really think about being present the whole time I was there because sometimes you fall into habits of you know looking back and you know kind of bringing up those you know those sad feelings or you know being worrying about what the future looks like so I really took a lot of time or took some time to focus really on being present and enjoying the moments that I had with my family and even with my dad driving out to Western Pennsylvania to attend the family event, you know, really being present with him and enjoying the time that we have together. So that was a, uh, a true act of compassion for myself because, mm-hmm. um, you know, I don't always do that. And you rush, rush, rush in, in life so much that you, you know, when you don't take advantage of those moments, you, you can really miss out on some really fantastic experiences and, and sharing with your family or friends or whomever you're with, um, even with yourself. So it's uh, it's important to, to do that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's really true. What do, you, what do you feel is a tool that you that you used in this um, in this situation or maybe um, other situations that really supports you in staying present or bringing you back to present moments? Well, probably the, the the biggest one for me is to, I use my intention to always be willing to practice being open and present. That was something that I used all through my training for coaching and that I use every single day um, is to, mm-hmm. because I do have a tendency to worry a little bit. I have a tendency to, you know, in the past I would, um, you know, maybe judge myself or beat myself up on something that happened in the, you know, what I did previous days. So, um, I use that intention to really keep me present so I don't fall into bad habits of, of going either direction, you know, looking back or focusing too much on what's to come. So that's yeah. one, a really big one for me. And then I also, um, I really use the stretch, risk, or die to, you know, to focus on the things that I, like my priorities, right, and the things that I mm. want to do and, in the direction I want to head. So I, I feel like those two tools are work really well together to keep me kind of on track. How about you? Oh, you well, yeah, we've talked about intentions this month for sure. Um, we've also talked about um, becoming really uh, aware and present with our senses. And um, mm-hmm. also... Uh, we've talked about acknowledgments and gratitude. So, nice. Um, yeah, I, I think uh, is, and another yeah. thing that kind of goes along with what Trish said is uh, detaching yourself from a specific outcome, which has to do with expectations. So that and intentions yep. are the you know the anecdote to expectations, and I, I like to just uh, totally detach from from expectations and 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 seeing a specific outcome, you know, so that when I am in the present and I'm either working or I'm on a project or whatever it is that I'm engaged in, I try to stay engaged in it for that moment, not for some specific outcome. Because 
you know, we know that there's all kinds of possibilities that can occur when we make choices. And so not being focused on a specific outcome allows you to stay in that land of intention and awareness that, that things could be, things might be different than what you have expected. And that's what intentions yep. can really do for you is take you out of that, I, I call it the land of expectation <laughs> that's tied to yeah. specific outcomes. And I think that's a really uh, complex skill, and I think it takes a lot of practice because we've kind of grown up and been conditioned to uh, expect certain outcomes from certain you know, certain work or certain relationships or certain um, whatever that we're engaged in and letting go of that and just being have your intention for the moment is it just allows you to have so much more capacity to make choices based on what's happening in the present, you know? Yeah, so yeah absolutely. I, 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 love, I love that for me, just being able to detach from from expectation and and specific outcomes has helped me to stay much more focused in the present and then just being you know then being grateful for for what has happened and then having faith and trusting yourself and then trusting for me trusting in God's plan for me and just you know all of that working together to uh keep yourself focused on the on the journey not on the outcome <laughs> yeah i think that's mm-hmm. a good point I also um, I, I use my intuition probably more than I well more than I have ever in the past. And another mm-hmm. thing, you know, in addition to my intuition, you know, when my brain starts to get going, I really use, you know, is it real or am I making it up? So that I and I and I'm mm-hmm. always like, what's and and not in a very specific way though. I'm like, is it real for me right now? Like, what is true for me right now? Mm-hmm. Right, so I kind of pull myself back mm-hmm. in this very instant, so I can give myself an opportunity to be like, all right, I mean, you know, let that other stuff go. So I think that goes along with your detachment, Terry. But also, like, you know, what what is it like right now? How am I feeling? Mm-hmm. What am I? What's going on with me? And like, what is happening with me right now? So yeah. that's a cool okay. tool that I've been trying to focus on, so that I don't get caught up in all the stuff that's happening around me, and I'm able to, yeah. you know. Listen in with my intuition, you know, I let my intuition kind of let me know, like, hey, you know, something's going on here. <laughs> and, yeah. you know, and then mm-hmm. I'm like, and what's true for me right now? Um, so that's been mm-hmm. a real blessing like to, to be able to use that tool um, yeah. in, a, in mm-hmm. a little bit of a different way, right? Instead of it just being, uh-huh. you know, is it real or am I making it up? Like, what's, what's real for me right now? So it's just like a right now. Yeah. Yeah. In the present moment. I love that. Yeah. Yeah, I I did use that a little bit yesterday when I was with my family just because, you know, your family, so often when your family, things get triggered or you're, you know, um, you're sitting there listening to them speak and you kind of hear how they're getting caught up in complaining or, you know, there's just things going on in their life. And so uh, I really use that a couple different times to say, all right, you know, I hear what they're uh-huh. saying. What is true for me right now? <laughs> right. So, right, right. you know, I mean, because mm-hmm. that stuff doesn't, I mean, they, that stuff doesn't really affect me at all, but I was like, all right, what's my truth? So mm-hmm. it just give me an opportunity mm-hmm. to check in, which was nice. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, I like that little addition of, uh, you know, right now. Because things might have been true for you in the past, right? But have you let that go? You know, can, have you yeah. moved on yeah. from that? And can you can you check back in and make sure that it's that it's still working for you? So I like that. Yeah, and I think sometimes people in your family, in particular, like to like to dwell in the past, and yeah. they don't they don't see, or maybe they just don't acknowledge when someone in the family has moved on. And I think it's uncomfortable for them because they want to stay stuck in the past. And it's, um, yeah. so it can, it can be a real risk to stay grounded in the present moment when you're with the family, you know, and how, what's the best way to help them to, to do that as well, uh, you know, just yeah. by your example, because we can't control other people's actions or thoughts. But by, by being committed to staying in the present ourselves and doing what's true for us in this moment, I think that we can probably, I mean, there's an opportunity there to teach others through our example that we don't want to stay dwelled in. You know, we don't want to stay in the past. We want to move forward, and that's the way to do that is to be in the present moment. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah, I think that's, yeah, that's really powerful. Yeah, some people don't want to, um, yeah, they want to, avoid um certain things and um by letting you grow kind of can sometimes put them in a situation where they feel like um you know they have to look at something you know with themselves or they you know might have to um you know yeah face so their really fears like that. you know <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah they have to face their own fears and mm-hmm. and let those let those things go and and move forward as well. Yeah, and it's hardest to do I think with your family <laughs> because absolutely. You, you know, I mean, I just speaking for myself. Sometimes it's just it, it's really difficult to not get stuck in the past with your family when, especially if there's been some really tragic things that have happened in your family. And some people want to just stay there, and and some people. That's their that's their choice, and and that's where they they feel that's their comfort zone is staying there, and moving out of that place is is a stretch, risk, or die for them. Just like you said, you know that's a great tool for you to check up on yourself. But you know, people that don't have those tools, they have a hard time getting out of that where grieving is their comfort zone, getting out of that grieving mode, and and mo- moving on into the present moment, and you know, making choices for what uh, the accountability for how they feel and how they can move forward, you know. I think families are probably one of the hardest places to practice these tools sometimes because we're so emotionally invested. And we've grown up thinking we have some kind of um, capacity to, you know, change other people's lives, which we don't, right? Right. We only have the capacity to change our own, but we just, are hoping, oh, if I could just, you know, help my parents to do this or my sister to do that or my brother to see that. But I think by us doing it and living in the present moment and taking action based upon our understanding of the tools that we have is probably the greatest uh, way we can affect other people's decisions to change or not change. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I I do have to say that, you know, one of the 
the way, one of the ways that fear came up into my life um, that I really identified as I was going through my coaching program was that I had expectations about who I was in my family, right? Mm-hmm. And I, I worked really mm-hmm. hard to change that um, when I was in the coaching program and even the few years afterwards. So, you know, even I can fall into, you know, those habits of having fear come up and, you know, still feeling that way. So oh, yeah. really interesting. Yeah. yeah, when you were talking about detachment, I felt very different this time when I went to um, be with my family. Not to say that fear couldn't have come up because it could, but I, because I was focusing on being present in the moment and I was focusing on, you know, my intentions and, you know, really who I wanted to be in, you know, those relationships and, you know, I, how I wanted to be a fear buster for my family and, you know, supportive for, you know, any situations that were happening, you know, I definitely had a totally different experience with them than I have in Mm -hmm. the past. You know, I felt different about myself. I felt different about them. And I felt um, probably a lot more engagement that I had, that I have um, in some of my most recent visits with them. So very different experience and very um, grateful for that. So you guys talked mm. about gratitude. That's awesome. Very grateful for that. Mm. That's that's beautiful. That's great. I mean, I just I think that mm-hmm. it's fearless living. One of the things that has helped me so much in applying the tools is that I as I change, other things change. You know, I yes. think it's Wayne yes. Dyer. Wayne Dyer that says, you know, Wayne Dyer says, if you want things to change, then look at them differently. You know. Yeah, yeah, and that we have we can do that when we change ourselves. It actually can change our environment and the and the scenarios that we find ourselves in. And it can actually help other people to change the way they see things because of us doing that, you know. And we're not preaching at them, and we're not telling them what to do. We're just we're taking care of us seeing things differently, and then reacting differently, and living in the moment, or seeing possibilities, or seeing their innocence and our innocence and being compassionate. And, you know, as we practice those tools and these steps that we, we've we been talking about, it does change other people. It changes the energy in around us, which can then affect other people's uh, feelings and other people's decisions, you know. So it's, I think it's really an amazing thing for you to, you know, to have that experience and then be able to share that with uh, with your family as well as with all of us so you know it's really i'm grateful for that as well thank you well and i know you guys know that i do energy work as well and Mm -hmm. you know really everything Mm -hmm. is energy and there's energy all around you so as you change your energy whether it's through coaching or healing or you know exercise or whatever way you're changing your energy it it is always going to affect the people's energy around you, especially mm-hmm. the ones that you're closest to. So it's a cool mm-hmm. thing for people to be able to see that in a lot of different forms, not just in, you know, the healing world or the energy world, is to actually see that that is possible. That is something that yeah. happens when you change yourself. Oh, it just you change the vibrations, yourself. right? Yeah. Yep. It changes, it changes the, the vibrations in the, change... the magnetic field, yeah. Yeah, so that's a cool cool way to really stress how, you know, when you change yourself, it changes things mm-hmm. around you that can impact people 
you know, so it's amazing. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. it is. So let me ask you a now, question. One of the things, we, mm-hmm. Oops, sorry. One of the topics you no. want to talk about was to stop avoiding. So do you mm-hmm. do you find that using the tools and using the, the, the methods that you're using make it more comfortable for you to, to walk into situations and stop avoiding them? Or to, to, well, I think to be that, in situations or be present? Go ahead. Sorry. Yeah. It's okay. Um, I think that um, stop avoiding, you know, when you're, when you're not av- avoiding the present moment, right, you're not avoiding maybe um, a situation or a conversation that, you know, might need to happen so that you um, want to live in the present and not in the past or the future, right? Because I think sometimes we yeah. we might avoid the present moment because we're more comfortable in the past or we're more comfortable dreaming about the future because there's something that if we talked about it or we stopped avoiding it, you know, it would affect that present moment. Um, and I think that what you got what you guys have been talking about tonight with intention definitely supports us to enter those situations that we may be avoiding either a conversation or some type of shift that we want to take place. Um, I think our intentions can definitely support us with that. Like if we are wanting to shift the energy around us, right? We're talking about energy just now. Um, and we want to do that by, taking care of ourselves better by working out or by, you know, um, getting out in nature more or something like that. An intention is an amazing tool to support us in those types of shifts and changes as well. Yeah, I think that's great. You know, one thing. What about you, Terry? I, some, oh, sorry. Sorry. That's okay. Go ahead, Terry. Yeah. All right. No, go ahead. <laughs> I was just going to say when I when I think about stopping avoiding and living in the in the present moment, um, and you guys can tell me if this doesn't make sense to you guys, but some of that is you know by knowing what my goals are, what my intention is, and what my what I'm looking towards or what my goals are, um, you know, being present and and stopping and when, by stopping avoiding the present moments, I'm trying to coincide that with my priorities, I guess. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? So I'm trying mm-hmm. to um, figure out tools or pay attention to, you know, what my, you know, maybe my stretch, risk, or die goals or um, tasks are to help me build my pre- present moment into something that's going to help me reach a goal or something like that. So in some ways Mm -hmm. I'm using, trying to use some of those tools to help me kind of direct myself so that I can't get distracted or, you know, I'm not Mm -hmm. avoiding and not like self-sabotaging myself. So I'm kind of using Mm -hmm. those tools to help me step into that present moment and make that a positive Mm -hmm. experience in the direction that I want to head. Does that make sense? I (laughs) think so. I think that, that that's really it's really it's kind of like you're talking about if you're living in the present moment, if you have clarity about your intention and the goals that support that intention, then you're not going to procrastinate. You won't need to talk about motivation. You'll you'll be doing those things step by step as you progress in the present moment towards those those goals that support your intention. And it doesn't mean 
being really clear about what it is you want and then making those decisions moment by moment. And, and maybe the decision at one point in time is I, I need a break, you know, and you take that, you take that decision because you need to nurture yourself and you need to re-energize, but you do it purposely uh, as a part of your intention to be able to be present. Because if you're tired or if you're hungry or if you're, uh, you know, at a, at a place where your thinking is not clear or you're, something's blocking your creativity, then taking, a, taking some time and going out and taking a walk or, you know, taking a nap or you know, some things that we sometimes think are counterproductive, yeah. meeting our goals, just really being aware of our capacity to to meet the goals that support our intention. And at the same time, keeping track of our energy, keeping track of our, um, you know, our focus and and being, and remembering always to be kind to ourselves, you know, because we start beating ourselves up because we're taking longer and we need a break or, you know, something comes up that we decide to, that's really important to do that wasn't part of that uh, goal because, Maybe a friend needs our help or someone gets hurt or, you know, just all the things that can distract us. If we make those decisions in the present moment purposefully and with clarity, I think that keeps us us in that present moment and keeps us from avoiding. Because we can avoid things out of fear or we can avoid something out of freedom. And so I think, you know, knowing knowing the difference is being in the present moment. Yep, I think that's perfect. Yeah, you made I, that sound so much I better than I did. What was being more mindful um, and engaging more fully um, in our mm-hmm. choices in our life. Um, so I think that anything that supports us in being more mindful or awake of what we're doing mm-hmm it's going to bring us more present, you know, it's going to bring us to the present moment. And if we can more fully engage in our lives where we're not, um, you know, shitting ourselves or we're not, Oh, I have to do this, but we're, we're fully engaging in the, in our choices and um, in the things that we're doing. um, You know, I think that that just really brings us present. Yep. I completely agree. That's a great yeah. word. Fully engaged. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's, that's, that's one thing that I'm word. practicing. <laughs> oh, nice. Nice. I love it. Yeah. And thanks. I like it too. And I think, I mean, it doesn't, I mean, it, it, I think, you know, you you need to get clear on what it means for you. Um, because it doesn't necessarily mean that you're going, going, going. You could be fully engaged in whatever it is you're doing. But it's it, it, it's it's a mindfulness, you know. It's not like you're just, um, you know, like when you drive somewhere and then you, you get there and you realize that you don't remember how you got there. Mm-hmm. Yep. They I've done that, that plenty of times. <laughs> I know everyone has. It's super scary because you don't remember, like, the stop signs or the cars that were next to you, but you're in a different location, and you're now yep. awake. Um, 
so, you know, that is not being fully engaged, right? So um, <laughs> um, I think anytime we can just be more fully awake, fully engaged or awake to, you know, all the aspects of our life, um, the, you know, the better it is. Absolutely. So we have Which just brings about us to a acknowledgement, minute. acknowledgement, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes. Um, <laughs> we have just just over a minute. Is there any um, last thing? Excuse me, last thing that either one of you want to share quickly? Perry, do you have anything? Oh, I just uh, really appreciate the comments uh, uh, that you and Trish have made tonight, and how important it is for us to be mindful and to make decisions based upon the present moment and not be attached to specific outcomes. Awesome. Yes, that's all great stuff. I really love that. So fully engaged and detached are my words I'm taking away from tonight, from our discussion. Awesome. I think they're going to be important for words for me to, to really keep in mind and start working on in the precious in the in present moment. In the present moment. Yes. <laughs> yes. 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 Yeah. yes. Yes. Well, thank you so much, Trish, for joining us tonight. We really appreciate you staying up and coming on and sharing with us. We always get so much from you being on the call. And thank you so much. I love being on here with you as well. Oh, thank you. Thanks. I hope so. (laughs) All right. Well, thank you so much for coming back each week with us. We really appreciate all of you. Um, We are going to be coming. next Monday with a new step, step number seven, which is possibilities. We love possibilities. So we um, are excited to have you with us each week. And until then, be fearless. Be fearless. (laughs) 